Hi, I'm Brad Blaylock. And I'm Brad McKeon, and welcome to The Brad Report. Warning. The Brad Report contains spoilers. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and Happy Holidays. Last week, we rounded up the epic Mandalorian Season 2. We covered the final three episodes. They were awesome. Go see them immediately on Disney+. Plus. So this is a bonus episode that we recorded for you all, the fans, the listeners, uh, the ones that keep us going, that keep us motivated for excellence on reporting the things that you want to know about. (laughs) Uh, So today we're going to be belly flopping through all of the announcements of the upcoming Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars projects. So there is a lot to cover. And there's also a lot we don't know. (laughs) Uh, But uh, this episode is brought to you by the day between Christmas and New Year's. What are we supposed to do with these? The Brad Report can be found on Apple, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Anchor, and Spotify. Please rate and review us five stars only and make sure you subscribe. Come on. It's a Christmas time, you know? Give a little love. Give a little give a little follow, a little subscribe. We, we, we need some encouragement. Um, 2020's been hard on all of us. <laughs> uh, you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Brad Report. So we're going to break our episode up into three sections, three sections. So first we're going to be covering all of Disney and Pixar announcements. Then we'll be rolling through the Marvel Cinematic Universe and we'll be capping things off with all of the Star Wars announcements. Well, we should say for Disney and Pixar, we're just going to read through those. We're not really going to Yeah, we're not really going to talk about because we don't know that much stuff about all those things. (laughs) Um, But the first three uh, Disney Pixar announcements are is uh, really kind of cool to see that uh, Disney's going taking an international focus. You know, first we have Raya and the Last Dragon coming out March 5th, 2021. Then Luca is a Pixar coming of age story in the set in the Italian Riviera. That's June 18th, 2021. Then there's Encanto, which we don't have a release date yet. And it's a next animated magical musical set in Colombia. Uh, followed that up, there's going to be Doug Days. There are any fans of the movie Up. We remember the dog Doug, who would go squirrel. Oh, this is, it's a Disney Plus TV show about about Doug. Yeah, about Doug. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so that's uh that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Maybe we'll get um, some other characters that we've seen in there. Uh, following up, this is a really interesting concept or premise. Uh, it's called Turning Red. It's going to be a movie coming out on March 11th. 2022 and it's a coming of age story about a teenage girl that when she gets too excited she turns into a giant red panda so instead of hulking out she pandas out which is pretty hilarious uh this next one is probably the one that i'm most excited for and interested to see what happens it's Lightyear. it's a movie it's june 17th 2022 and it's an origin story of the person who inspired the toy, Buzz Lightyear, and it is starring Chris Evans. 
That makes so much more sense. I thought it was an origin story of Buzz Lightyear, like the character in the universe. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, I don't know. He's made in a factory. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, well, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Because Buzz Lightyear is like definitely my favorite. Uh, yeah. Pixar character for, or Toy Story character for sure. Uh, then we have a Cars TV series. I'm guessing Ooh. Lightning McQueen and Mater and can't wait. Yeah, I mean Cars One was great. After that, uh, it was kind of downhill for me. Uh, following that up, we have Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, which was an animated cartoon show, and so they're going to be doing a blended CG and live action, which I'm not excited for at all because all of those movies are always terrible. Uh, you know, go from like Garfield to. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog to Smurfs, you know, that blended computer animation style isn't good. So, but uh, John Mulaney is going to be Chip and Andy Samberg is going to be Dale in Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. The new Sonic was okay. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. But they're not like, it's never going to live up to your expectations. Sure. So why don't you just do like a uh, completely cg like computer kind of like into the spider-verse or you know like just do it fully animated but with better graphics film you know you know what like blended movie i thought was terrible though tell me the detective pikachu movie i did not see that i watched it maybe you I, were excited for it right i was originally now i watched it on an airplane i can't remember where i was going um but maybe that contributed to it because it was on a tiny screen you know in a plane in a plane but i did not have fun <laughs> <laughs> and having Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu, that's like such an interesting choice to voice him. Yeah, because he can't go, I mean, he's Pikachu. He can't go like full Ryan Reynolds. No, you know? definitely can't. Um, yeah, that's funny. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, uh, rounding out the uh, Disney, these uh, next shows are all going to be on Disney+. Plus. So we have Tiana. So if we have any uh, Princess and the Frog fans, Tiana will be getting her own TV show. Baymax, he's from Big Hero 6. Uh, that's going to be in uh, uh, 2022. Uh, so also uh, Lightyear, Cars, Chippendale are also all 2022. Baymax is 2022. Then we have Zootopia Plus, which I really like the Zootopia movie. I thought they did a lot of good world building in just one movie. And really excited to see that. Uh, coming out in 2022. Then we have a uh, Win or Lose, which is a Pixar TV series, and it's a co-ed middle school softball team leading up to their championship game. That's going to be in the fall of 2023. And then Moana is getting her own TV series also coming out in the fall 2023. Hmm. So that wraps it up. Is there anything besides uh, what what stands out to you? Real quick. Before we go into the things that we really want to talk about. I love Big Hero 6. Yeah, that was a great movie. Yeah, that was awesome. So the Baymax show could be cool. Um, I hated Zootopia. So Zootopia Plus could be terrible. You did? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang. I didn't I didn't, I didn't like it. <laughs> Moana's cool. Yeah. And let's see, 2023, I'll have a three-year-old then. So You're going to have to watch it anyway. So maybe, maybe Moana would be cool. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's really funny. Okay, so transitioning now into the Marvel section. First, we have WandaVision. It's 
TV series coming out on Disney Plus January 15th, 2021. We are the closest to this one, obviously. Is there anything that stands out to you or what you think may or may not happen? Predictions. This is going to be highly suspicious prediction time. The trailer was really interesting. Have you seen the the newer, newer trailers that came yeah. out for it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be like a sitcom and like an MCU movie, like all rolled in one, which sounds interesting. I mean, I don't know what to predict, honestly. It looks like it looks like Wanda has built this like world for them where they can live together. And then obviously in the trailer, you've got that one shot of like the soldiers running in or whatever with guns or agents. So it seems like something's going to happen to make that world crumble or go haywire. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if that's a prediction or just a synopsis of the trailer, but that's what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so do you think that... Uh, she has resurrected Vision for real, or it's all in her head. Um, I'm gonna say that she. Has... I think that's gonna be the the main question. I'm gonna say it's in her head because it looks like if you look at Vision, he's still got the Soul Stone mm-hmm. in his forehead. Yeah. I don't really see any way that that you can write that into the story. Like, honestly, unless they do something where like, unless she says somehow like they, like she is transported to an alternate dimension entirely or an alternate reality in which the, like this is our Wanda from the current timeline, but she has transported herself with her powers into an alternate reality Yeah, where the soul stone is still, or vision stone, whatever the stone's called, is still there Mm -hmm. and she uses it to resurrect them. Maybe that could be a way they really resurrect him, but otherwise, it's if it's in this current timeline and current reality, then it has to be. I mean, it has to be just in her head, right? Yeah, I think so. But she does have reality bending powers, exactly. So that's the thing. So maybe she did travel to some other alternate universe where there is a soul stone, and she got that. And res- yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how all the because. As we go down through the list, they're definitely leaning into the more fantastical kind of mm-hmm. cross uh, dimension storylines and how all that plays into it. But yeah, I'm really excited for it. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely have a WandaVision episode whenever the series wraps up. Okay, next, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, March 19th, 2021. Yeah, this will be interesting. These are actually two of the MCU characters that I, I would say, care like the least about. Okay, um, I'm not. I love Bucky. Like, I think Bucky's I, he's cool. You know, he's just um, I don't know. Maybe it's the actor's face. I just can't. Really? I don't know. Oh I'm, come on! You gotta Fal- love Sebastian Stan. The Falcon and Winter Soldier. It could be a really cool show. I think. Yeah. Do you have any predictions for this? I mean, nothing really. I think that uh, Baron Zemo, who was the villain in Civil War, he's back. Uh, they also said that Thunderbolt Ross from that same film is back. Other than that, I don't really know what to expect. I think there's going to be a tie-in with the Black Widow, which is coming out after that, May 7, 2021. And so I think that's why one of the reasons why they wanted to push uh, everything else back is because there will be a tie-in between, because I think uh, Florence Florence Pugh, um, she's the yeah she's she's the sister she's the sister, yeah. and so I think she's going to be in the TV show. Oh, really? 
So I think that interesting. I think that would make sense because they're kind of in the more espionage, like they don't have superpowers. They're just kind of they're just soldiers, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that would make sense for to put her to pair her with them in that. Um, yeah, that covers the Black Widow movie as well for May seventh, twenty twenty one, and we already knew that was coming out. Yeah, I think they're gonna really try to play into this idea of like Bucky and whether or not like he's truly like reformed into this like good guy on the right side and all that stuff. There's a quote from Mackie, the uh, Anthony Mackie, the actor who plays Sam Wilson, the Falcon. He was like, I want to see what makes him tick, what ticks him off. And how much ticking can that clock do before it goes tick, tick, boom, talking about Bucky. Yeah. So I definitely think they're going to play into like at the beginning, they're not really that close of friends, you know. Yeah, he still doesn't trust Bucky, and then over time, they grow to respect each other and become of course. good cops and good partners. <laughs> and we all get along happily ever after. No, I think that's really good um, because he's the one whose past we know the most about, and we don't really know much about Sam Wilson other than he used to be in the military, right? So I think exploring some of that would be really cool. Um. And see how all of that goes. Yeah. So Black Widow, we've all seen the trailers. It looks like uh, Taskmaster is going to be hopefully a really cool villain that has some repeat occurrences. I hope they just don't kill him at the end of the movie. Um, what do you think? What do you think about uh, David Harbor? I think he. I mean, he plays. Uh, he looks like a washed up superhero. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. He play, <laughs> looks like a washed up kind of like mr incredible kind of like past way past his prime a little chunky yeah a little heavy in the belly yeah for sure i i definitely think he dies in this movie oh maybe so sad (laughs) i just think he's he's gonna be he's gonna die or he's gonna be gravely injured yeah what's his name the red guardian red guardian yeah and he was supposed to be the russian captain america yeah i think i think that could be really fun yeah i i love like russian like spy stuff and russian like military things like i think they're i think that's a really cool setting for movies and books and stuff like that so i think this i'm actually really excited about black widow yeah i think more so than most people unfortunately (laughs) i'm excited for it as well it's just uh because like taskmaster is is a great villain you know sure and so i just really hope that they do him justice because one of the reasons why he is so he is so lethal and deadly is just because he has this, you know, um, perfect memory, perfect recall kind of, I think they call it mimic memory where anything yeah. he sees, he can. And he used that in his fighting where he sees what the way people fight and he remembers their styles. And so you have to always change what you're doing because he remembers every move you have that type of deal. Yeah. So really cool. Um, Loki TV series. We got a trailer for that. Yeah, the trailer was awesome. Yeah. Owen Wilson. That surprised me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he walked in the elevator and Owen Wilson was there. And I was like, okay. Wow. I think the white hair actually looks really good on him. You know? Yeah. He needs to forego the the blonde hair and the, the shaggy look. Yeah. I think this this is a cool idea. Like when they, I think we both, me and you talked about this, but during Infinity War or Endgame, yeah, Endgame. Endgame. When they did the time travel heist and Loki, that version of Loki in the past, the alternate timeline, escaped with the Tesseract. I think you and I both were like, okay. 
So there is a version of Loki who's running out there with Tesseract somewhere. Yeah. So that's really cool. And it looks like he gets picked up by this like timeline agency. Yeah, the TVA. It almost seems like, and I, I don't know much about the TVA, but it almost seems like the agency from Umbrella Academy in a way. Yeah, kind of. So shout out to my dad who actually worked at uh, TVA, not this TVA, right. but <laughs> TVA. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Just kind of see because the Loki that we see die at the beginning of Infinity War had come so much in his character development, and he'd like he'd chosen to be a good guy. This one has not chosen that exactly. So <laughs> gonna see kind of like that potential is still there, but how we're how are we gonna get there? Right. Yeah. Oh, the, I didn't even think about it. Like this Loki has not committed himself to being on the good side or just doing what's right or whatever. So this is, this is still like purely self-absorbed, purely in it for himself, take over the world, that Loki. Yeah. And I think he's, so I think WandaVision is going to lead into the multiverse of madness. And I think Loki is too, uh, because I think there's, you see a few different things in like little clips, little shots throughout the trailer of, Different timelines, different areas. Yeah. So I guess the last thing that would have happened to him is like getting Hulk smashed then and just. Yeah. And then getting arrested. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Super fun. So next uh, we have the What If series coming out in the su this uh, coming summer, summer 2021. And it just looks like it's going to be super fun kind of a What If series, you know? Yeah. Imagine. Peggy Carter took the super uh, serum, instead. serum instead of, uh, you know, Steve Rogers. Imagine T'Challa became Star-Lord instead of um, Peter Quill. Yeah. And I'm not really, because in the trailer, they have a Stephen Doctor Strange episode where there's like a good version and evil version of himself. Interesting. I'm not really sure how that's going to play out. Yeah. Uh, and there's also a zombie Captain America. We'll see. You know, it's exciting. I think they're only doing 10 episodes right. this season. And do you see that they confirmed that Chadwick Boseman had filmed several episodes of this before he passed? Yeah, that's going to be. And so there are going to be several T'Challa episodes where it's actually Chadwick uh, voicing him, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, that's good that they uh, were able to do that. Yeah, because so. he they confirmed they're not recasting. Black Panther. Yeah, we'll we'll get that oh, sorry, in sorry, a second. Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're down a ways. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's really cool. I I think they got basically all of the people that acted out the roles in live action. They're do they're voicing their own characters, which is really cool because in most shows you'd get a, a different voice actor so you can pay them less you know this that and the other but this is really cool that they're investing in, in that there are any other predictions that you have for what if for what if no i mean i don't think you can really predict the show whose main premise is uh like just what if right like, yeah. what if all the avengers were zombies <laughs> i don't think you can have many predictions for a show like that. oh yeah that's true okay you want to lead us off with the next one yeah so the next one we have is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings coming out in July 2021. So, next, so not too far away, but we're getting a little bit further out there at this point. So this is cool. So this is about Shang-Chi, who is this master of Kung Fu. 
And he has this ability, I believe, in the comics. I don't know if they've confirmed if he can do this or not. But he has the ability in the comics to like make multiple versions of himself. Which is a super cool superpower. Which is really cool. Which is really cool. That's a super cool superpower. So yeah, I think and the let the Ten Rings uh is goes back to all the way back to Iron Man one. Because he is abducted by the terrorist group that call themselves the Ten Rings in Iron Man one and you know, in Iron Man three, we get supposedly the Mandarin that was the, but he's not the real man. He's not the real Mandarin. So I think we're going to get the real Mandarin and I'm really excited for this. And, uh, you know, I love Jackie Chan movies. I love good Kung Fu because like Jackie Chan balances like, uh, martial arts and humor really well. And a lot of his movies and, Marvel balances action and humor. So I'm really looking forward to to Shang-Chi beating up on on bad guys with umbrellas or ridiculous things. And hopefully this will be way better than Iron Fist because we kind of got like a a, a martial arts Marvel property with Iron Fist and it was horrible. Yeah, and I wanted to cuz like man, he's such Iron Fist is such a cool character and they just did not do him justice at all, which really is disappointing. So hopefully he can maybe get new life or new direction or get rebooted, revamped in some way and it'll all get better, but we can only hope. (laughs) Next we have the Eternals, which is coming out in November of 2021. And this is a movie that is pretty big. I mean, this was one that they have, uh, it feels like they've been hinting as like the next like big, big thing for a while. But it's got tons of people in it. Like the cast is loaded. Loaded. Richard Ooh. Madden, Jim Chan, Kit Harrington, uh, Lauren Riddle, Ridloff, Barry Keoghan. Keoghan? I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. Yeah. But several others. Angelina, Angelina Jolie. Jolie. Yeah. She's a huge star. Um, yeah, I think so. One of the interesting things is like, is that. They've been talking about bringing back Thanos, you know? Well, he was the son of an immortal, right? Yeah, of an or, eternal. Of an eternal. Was he an eternal or was he the I son think of... he's an eternal yeah. as well. So these are... I know that the eternals are a race of immortal aliens. Yeah. Which is a cool, cool thing. And they're sent to, like, protect... These ones are sent to protect mankind. And I think that the premise is these... They don't know that they're the eternals. Like, yeah. they think they're just regular humans. Yeah. And they somehow discover that they are these eternal aliens who have lived forever and discover they have all these abilities and stuff. This would be interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a really cool premise. Like the memory wipe is always uh, sure. a super cool a storytelling device and how they do that. And I love Richard Madden and uh, Kit Harrington. I just think they're are really looking forward to seeing this movie and seeing what they do with it. All right. Now, the movie that has been blowing up the internet with its rumors all (laughs) uh, for the past few months, Spider-Man 3, the MCU movie, uh, Home Away From Home, Home Invasion, um, how in the world are we going to fit all of these actors into this one movie, the movie? Everything, (laughs) right? The rumors have been everything from Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, 
being in it, as well as Jamie Foxx's Electro and Alfred Molina's Doc Ock. Willem, yeah, Will the Green Goblin, you know. Yeah, I mean, everybody. Everybody is Doctor Strange. They, it seems like they want to bring every Star Wars, stars, every <laughs> Spider-Man character that has existed in a movie and put them back in this. Yeah, and it seems like J. Jonah Jameson is also probably J.K. Simmons is going to be back. And because we left off uh, Spider-Man far like far away from home uh where J. jonah jameson announced to the world who he is yeah so i think we're going to see peter parker have a lawyer who's blind who's blind and also fights crime at night in uh, wonder, Hell's Kitchen. I wonder who that could be. I know. I would love it. That would be pretty sweet. I that would be say. a good way to introduce him, Daredevil, into the MCU uh, as with Charlie Cox's uh, version of Daredevil. That would be awesome. So I really... Because isn't this the last... Sony and Marvel made another deal and like, Hey, we're going to do one more movie after the last one expired. And isn't this, is this the last one? So Sony's trying to like, Hey, we're going to like set up our own universe again. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember the exact details of their deal. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, this one is going to be, it's going to be pretty big. It's going to be huge. It's going to be bonkers big. So really looking forward to it. I've also seen some reports that maybe Miles Morales makes an appearance. That would be awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. Get the guy who voiced him. Because mm. I can't remember his name. Uh, but he's or like, <laughs> I saw another thing that, uh, you know, Peter B. Parker, uh, the kind of like hobo Spider-Man. Someone the pig. Was, the, yeah, the pig. Someone was uh, uh, saying, you know, Jake Johnson uh, also who plays... Um, He's uh, Nick in New Girl. Yeah. Someone was like, cast him as Peter B. Parker in Spider-Man 3, you cowards. <laughs> it's Shamik Moore. Shamik Moore, yes. He would be great as Miles Morales. So the next show that we have uh, that is filming right now in New York City, and we've seen a lot of uh, footage, uh, is Hawkeye, the Hawkeye Disney Plus TV show. Haley Steinfeld is going to be Kate Bishop. Jeremy Renner is back as Hawkeye. Um, yeah, going to be a cool show. Um, next we have Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. She's a relatively new hero to the Marvel comics, Marvel Cinematic Universe. She's in the video game. She's in the video game and she's a teenager. She has these pretty cool powers and she just like grows up a superhero nerd and then she gets superpowers and then finds herself becoming a superhero. Next we have Doctor Strange in the multi multiverse of madness. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be back. I think he's going to be facing off with Mordo. Uh, Rachel McAdams, his love interest, will be back. Elizabeth Olsen will be in there as the Scarlet Witch. And who knows who else is going to show up? Because Multiverse of Madness, it could be literally, literally anybody. Then Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, and from what I've heard, uh, Christian Bale is going to be the villain in this film. And... People have described this as an Avengers five because of the all of the actors that are going to be 
packed into it. You know, Chris Pratt's supposed to be in it as Star-Lord, and it's going to be a super fun movie. Uh, Taika Waititi, he hasn't let us down yet. And then one where we're going to spend a little bit more time talking about is just Black Panther 2, coming out July 8th, 2022. So you kind of touched on this a little bit, but they are not recasting right. Chadwick Boseman. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with Black Panther 2. Yeah. And just how who they're going to be following the film after who they're who's going to be the lead, what the story direction, all that stuff. Next, we have Captain Marvel two, which will obviously have Brie Larson re- reprieving, re- reprising, 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 reprising her role. <laughs> uh, it will be the the sequel of. of of the Captain Marvel. We'll see where she goes from here as she's introduced last, last phase. Next we have blade, which will have Marshala Ali playing blade, which will be really cool. It, he's a half vampire, half human day Walker. So he's like kind of got some vampire in him, but he can walk during the day because of the half human and he hates vampires. So he's trying to rid the world of them. And it'll be really interesting to see them introduce vampires to this universe because the universe so far has been more like less magic, more like sciencey, if that yeah. makes sense. And so vampires don't super fit that vibe, but that's okay. We'll see what they do with that. It'll also be interesting because one of the most famous, I would say most famous uh, vampires in the MCU, Morbius, will not be able to be a part of this because he's a part of Sony's Spider-Verse. So, Star, starring Jared Leto. Right. So we'll see what happens with that because you think vampire MCU, you always think Morbius. So we'll see I'm what a, they do that. Yeah, exactly. Next, we have the ho- the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which James Gunn is going to be, be directing that. So that'll be fun. Have him back doing a Guardians of the Galaxy project, especially for something that's so goofy uh, and like irreverent as like a live action holiday special so that'd yeah. be good coming in 2022 so a little bit away the next we have ant-man and the wasp quantum mania which will be really interesting directed by peyton reed starring paul rudd and evangeline lily uh this could be interesting there'll be a new villain in king the conqueror and who's from the future right and it seems like the the i mean obviously it's called quantum mania yeah. and ant-man jumps into the quantum realm in infinity wars at the end of it and so it seems like they're going to explore that quantum realm more and that's how king the conqueror will come to to earth and fight them yeah or they go into the future and fight him there it's yeah. not super clear on that but i think that's going to be kind of how they introduce as we like, as in the TBD section, that's how they're where the Fantastic Four are going to get introduced. Mm. I yeah, think they may be. they may be stuck down there, and they get them out, and that's why they haven't been around. It could be that'd be interesting. Next, we have Guardians of the Galaxy three, which will be coming out in twenty twenty three. This was originally meant to kick off Phase four, but James Gunn <laughs> was like, "Go!" Now he's brought back, and so it is what it is. So this will take place uh, way in the future, and it'll be James Gunn, and it'll be great. And it'll be interesting to see if after if Thor will be around for this movie or not. I I hope so. Well, it seems like he's kind of he fit really well with him, and it seems like they've kind of tied him in with the Guardians of the Galaxy characters. 
And so it'll be interesting to see if if they keep him around for this or not. Yeah, I think out of all of the actors currently, or like from phase one, Chris Hemsworth is the one that's like, I want to do this as long as I can. Right. And I think we're going to be seeing a lot more of him, hopefully. Yeah. And then we have a bunch of a bunch of shows and movies that we don't have exact release dates on yet. So we have a possible Fantastic Four movie coming out, which we have no idea when. But they still have to introduce those characters first, which will be interesting. You might be right with Ant-Man. Then we have John Krasinski cast him as Mr. Fantastic. You're not a fan? I could be good. <laughs> you made a face. <laughs> How many things outside of the office has Krasinski been good in? Uh, have you seen Jack place? Ryan? I haven't seen Jack Ryan. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. I know it's not your speed, but it's really good. I'm sure it's fantastic. Anyways, we have a I Am Groot <laughs> series of shorts, which could be funny, but I don't know how many times you can hear I Am Groot. Yeah, I think it's gonna be, that's definitely going to be more geared towards kids. Yeah. We have a She-Hulk TV show, which I think will be really interesting. We have a Moon Knight TV series, which I am stoked for. That is, I have been excited and wanting to see this guy cast it wasn't confirmed they did not confirm or deny this at disney investor day but the rumors are that oscar isaac will be cast as moon knight which i think would be so cool he's awesome i love him in everything i've seen him in he's great then we have a secret invasion tv show coming out uh we're not sure when but it will be about Nick Fury and fighting the scrolls who have kind of infiltrated the human governments here on Earth. Uh, as we know, scrolls can like shape shift and look however they want. And so it seems like a lot of them have actually replaced and kind of infiltrated human society. And it'll be Nick Fury hunting them down and figuring out who's who's who. And so I think that'd be cool. Like it's almost like a detective Nick Fury show. Yeah. Which could be cool. Really cool. Then we have Ironheart. Which is about about the genius inventor Riri Williams, who invents a high tech super suit that's similar to Iron Man's, but I think supposed to be even more advanced, yeah, more technologically advanced, and that'll be great. I don't think they've cast. I don't think they have cast Riri yet. Maybe they have, and Iron, we just haven't seen it. An Ironheart TV show would be cool. And last, we have Armor Wars. This is about Don Cheadle's war machine. What do you think of that? I don't care (laughs) well it's like a super cool premise but they gave like the best possible iron man 4 movie storyline and gave it to war machine of every project we read for marvel i am the least excited about the potential of an armor wars tv show starring don Cheadle. yeah All right, now we're getting into my favorite part where I'm really, really excited for all that's coming out is the Star Wars Lucasfilm announcements. So first we have The Bad Batch. It's going to be a TV series on Disney Plus coming out this next year, 2021. And for those of you that watch the final season of The Clone Wars, we were introduced to these characters and they're kind of an experimental group of clones Mm -hmm. that each have different physical traits and aptitudes to kind of make this ragtag group. Yeah. And it's really 
the trailer looks awesome. Yeah, they're like clones who went wrong, but because they went wrong, they have these unique uh, abilities and gifts that normal clones don't have. So it's cool. Yeah. And I think also we saw Fennec Shand in the trailer, who is Ming-Na Wen in The Mandalorian, season one and two. Oh, interesting. I think we saw a young version of her as uh, a young assassin kind of mercenary. I didn't catch that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I think we'll see her, which is going to be really exciting. Next, we have what is called Star Wars Visions, which is a series of shorts, and it's going to be all anime style. And when there is another Star Wars project that was rumored to be anime style, and it was the um, Star Wars Resistance about the fighter pilots and all that stuff. And oh, I was disappointed with <laughs> the animation style. Haven't watched the show. Don't want to watch the show. But this, I think, could be really cool, especially if they just look, if the Star Wars, Kathleen Kennedy and all those creators just Google Star Wars anime, you can see some really cool art styles. Yeah, there's some awesome anime like fan art. Yeah. Star Wars properties. Yeah. Next, we have The Mandalorian Season 3, which is unfortunate coming out a year from today because it says specifically christmas 2021 so long which sucks <laughs> it's so far away it's so far away i was talking to uh one of my other friends he's just like he was texting me after he watched it because he's like i kept bugging him bugging him like bro you need to watch it bro you need to watch it so when's the next season coming out i said christmas 2021 he said are you for real <laughs> he said that's ridiculous so i said yes i know um, and we've talked about uh, what we think is going to happen in season three in our Mando yeah. pod. So we don't need to go into that further. Next, we have Indiana Jones 5 coming out July 2022, starring Harrison Ford. Now, I have some very particular feelings about this. How old is Harrison Ford? I, he's gotta be in his 70s live google live google he's gotta be in his 70s he's old all right i'll give you one guess 70 78 ah, 78 yes <laughs> that's ridiculous like i don't we love old people on the bride yeah we love old people but like he's not liam neeson and taken you know yeah um like even if you watch the force awakens in the scenes where he's running you're like He's running like an old guy, you know? right? Because he is, he is okay, an old guy, and that's okay. Like, that's fine. It's just like maybe we need to move on. <laughs> yeah, I was really hoping bring back Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't need to see that. We don't need to see that. Um, I was really hoping that uh, they would just do a James Bond and just recast and kind of set him in like in the 30s and 40s, like with a different actor. Oh yeah, that'd been cool. Um, but. Harrison Ford is going to be back and I'll probably go see it and never get those hours back. Yeah. Next we have Andor, which is a Rogue One prequel, which I think could be really cool because Rogue One was one of the one of my favorite Star Wars movies. I it's think awesome. I'm trying to remember. It's been a long time. But when we did our Star Wars like State of the Union episode, I think you and I both ranked Rogue One in top five. Yes. At least. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so this is a like a prequel about Diego Luna um, and his role in like the Rebel Spy Alliance on Cassian Andor, which I think it, it could be 
I think this could be really cool. Yeah. And it's going to be 12 episodes. I think a spy, like a spy thriller with non force users in Star Wars sounds really interesting. Yeah. I like that a lot. I'm really excited for it. Then we have Rogue Squadron, which is going to be directed by Patty Jenkins, who I think has done an awesome job with Wonder Woman. And so I'm excited and on board with anything she does. And the announcement for this was the coolest like video they did. So Patty Jenkins, if you didn't see it, you should Google it because it had Patty Jenkins and she talked about her father and how important the air force was for her because her father was in the air force and she would sit up and watch the planes fly overhead, you know, and wonder like, is that my father out there? And, you know, so it was just, really he, touching. It was just really important. Like the air force was really meaningful to her. Yeah. And then her dad like died giving his life, serving the country and she right. was like wanting to make a, a good like like pilot movie and so she is making a, a, a squadrons movie a movie about these young pilots who are and i think the official synopsis says they are earning their wings and so these are young pilots who are figuring out and learning how to be fighter pilots and they're trying to establish themselves in this universe and i think this could be could be really cool. Do you know when in the timeline this is? So here's the thing. So Rogue One is obviously sure from Rogue One. And you know r- where Rogue Two is from, right? Who has the call sign Rogue Two? I don't. It's in the Empire Strikes Back. I'm not going to guess it. No, I'm, okay. I'm, I was going <laughs> to tell you. I was gonna, it's in the Empire Strikes Back after Han and Luke spend the night out. Yeah. The guy that's searching for them, he's like, this is Rogue Two. This is Rogue Two. Oh, so you think that could be? Her so I think it's in I think between it's, there somewhere. I think it's going to be kind of in the Mandalorian time, where it's either before the second Death Star has been blown up, maybe sure. during the original trilogy time period, or very shortly after it. Well, that could be really cool. Next, we have the Book of Boba Fett. So, if you've watched the Mandalorian season two, you know that it included some pretty cool post credits scene. So it has Boba Fett um, killing the... Oh, help me out, bro. Bib Fortuna. Bib Fortuna. Killing Bib Fortuna. Who An I overweight Bib Fortuna. Who we thought was already dead, but wasn't already dead. <laughs> he survived the, the spaceship explosion. To be killed again. <laughs> <laughs> he survived uh, on death ca- on, an on-camera death just to be killed again. Exactly. And you see Boba sitting on the throne, essentially, of like the underground world. And it seems like Boba is going to be this underground, like crime lord boss, which could be cool. I I have to admit, I didn't really care about Boba Fett. Mm -hmm. And then I saw him smash a bunch of skull troopers' faces (laughs) in, or stormtroopers. Yeah. And now I'm into Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett's awesome. I think it's going to be really cool to see him kind of take prominence on Tatooine. Yeah. And. I think if we see Cobb Vanth, as our listeners know, if you've been faithful, thank you for listening. Uh, I really want to see him again. I think that he could come back in this show. Yeah. Because uh, he's still on Tatooine. And, um, that could make sense. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to this. Like Fennec Shand is going to be his right-hand woman and see how that all plays out. Okay. Now into our... Are projects that do not have a release date, but we know are coming out soon. First, we have the long-expected Obi-Wan Kenobi show on D- mm. Disney+, Plus, starring Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen as Darth 
Vader. And the announcement with this seemed that they're teased that they're going to have a rematch. Which would go against established canon. Yeah. So I'm thinking they fight in their minds. Like in a I dream? don't know. God, do you think so? But they, when they meet in the movies, he just says, he says this the first, he, he hints that this is the first time they've seen each other since the, um, you know, the high ground. <laughs> yeah. And so it doesn't make sense to me. Like, I think like while they're kind of hinting at that, Obi-Wan's on tattooing, which makes sense because he's protecting Luke. If Darth Vader knows that he's on tattooing, if he fights him there, why wouldn't he just go back and try and find him and kill him again? You know, because people know who he is. Oh, like a great alias, Ben Kenobi, you know? Oh, I wonder who that is. I wonder if that's really Obi-Wan, you know? So it seems like I really want this show to be good. Yeah. But some of the premises already seems kind of like, are they misleading me? Like, what's going on? That doesn't seem really plausible or logical. It's Deborah Chow directing it, right? Yeah. She she had some really awesome episodes in Mandalorian season one. She had did episode uh, seven, right? I want to where we introduced Moth Gideon with the Cantina shootout, which was a great episode. I feel like some of her episodes were some of the best of of season season one. Live googling. Yep, I'm googling her. Live well, IMDb. Oh, I am live IMDb. Live image. Okay, so she did do seven, but I. The one I remember her from was from chapter three. Yeah. The Sin. Which is arguably the best. So I I think that's a, I, I'll trust them because the Mandalorian yeah. was great. But the announcements are a little weird. Yeah. So next we have Rangers of the New Republic. Is it going to be another TV series? And this will be following Rangers of the New Republic. And I think <laughs> we got the, the one X-Wing pilot that wasn't Dave Filoni. Uh, the older balding gentleman. I think they're kind of setting him up to be the leader of that group. And I bet Cara Dune's going to be in there. And it's just going to be New Republic, you know, chasing down mercenaries, the Empire, whoever, as they try to assert their dominance in the post-Second Death Star. Then we have the Ahsoka TV series which is going to be starring Rosario Dawson. She'll be returning as Ahsoka, and it's going to be also set during uh, the time frame of The Mandalorian. And we kind of already got the hint in Season 2 that she's going to be looking for Grand Admiral Thrawn. And she'll probably be joined by Sabine Wren, who's in The Rebels. And then also we expect Ezra Bridger to make an appearance as well. Then... We have Lando, which is going to, we think, going to be kind of like Obi-Wan Kenobi. They said it's just going to be a mini series. There's just going to be one season of it. I think Lando's going to be along the same Oh, really? Thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, because I don't know if they'll have, um, I don't know if they'll have, you know, older version and younger version, just, you know, um, kind of like of a flashback. Um, and so it's going to be, yeah, I don't know what we're going to see. I feel like it was really a uh, misuse to not call it the the Calrissian Chronicles, <laughs> like in Solo. Um, but I really hope they bring uh, the Han Solo actor Alden Einrich. I think that's that's not how you say his name. Last yeah, name. yeah. I thought they bring it back because I really want Solo two to happen. Yeah, 
I think Lando. I think this could be cool. Um, Donald Glover was yeah. really cool as Lando in the in Solo. Yeah, I really like him. Yeah, he has so much swag. Oh yeah, they could definitely make it work. You think they'll bring back some of the fur coats that he was wearing? I hope so. He looked great. Yeah, he looked great. I mean, just kind of like he's a smuggler, outlaw, gambler, and so you could put him in all kinds of ridiculous situations. Sure. You know, interacting with Boba Fett or Han or Jabba, you know, whoever. All right. Next, we have the acolyte, which we don't know a ton about. We do know that this is a, or we think it's going to be a female centric. Star Wars show. It's taking place. It's a mystery thriller that will take take us into the galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. Which could be cool. The High Republic is like 350 years before Phantom Menace. I thought the the book series that was coming out, I thought I read was 500 years, but then I mm-hmm. read another part that said, Oh, the high Republic ends 500 or 50 years before the Phantom Menace. I'm like, that's a lot of time. Well, shoot. So, <laughs> so it starts like 500, 350, something like that years ago. And it ends 50 years ish. I mean, we have no idea. Right. So essentially they could do anything with this. Exactly. <laughs> Right, but it will be cool. I think following like a like a, a thriller mystery, like following this uh, like dark side force user like trainee, could be really cool. And so I think that's something that uh, could be exciting. All yeah. Right. Do you have any thoughts about the acolyte? I think it's. I mean, I think it could be interesting, especially the fact that the Jedi in Phantom Menace are saying like, oh, "We haven't seen the Sith in a millennium." Like right, a so, thousand years. Well, that's what they say. So this is like an emerging dark side power. So I think this is going to be like one of the Darth Plagueis the Wise. <laughs> I think we might. I think there's a chance we see Darth Plagueis. Yeah. I think that this this is going to be one of certainly one of the f- first people uh, in thousands of years to like start to tap into that dark side power. Mm-hmm. Whoever the acolyte is. Yeah, yeah. I think it could be really, really interesting. Uh, at first, like I thought, I was like, "Well, will we see a young Sheev Palpatine?" You know, the young no. Narcidious. I think it'll be before Palpatine. I think, okay. I I think we if we see anybody we know already, it'll be like Plagueis or Yoda because he's or Yoda. Oh, yeah. or Yoda. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yoda's we, always around. <laughs> he's nine hundred years old. I, you're right. We could see Yoda, which that could be kind of interesting if Yoda's like. Uh, like trying to hunt down whoever the acolyte is, or yeah. he's sensing like this disturbance in the force. And he's coming after these new dark side. Yeah, users. kind of like a, a investigator Yoda. Yeah, that'd could, be that'd be really cool. It could, especially from like the perspective of the acolyte, where it's like Yoda's hunting her down, and she, you know, like we're watching through her eyes as she's like maneuvering and trying to hide. And yeah, kind of making the Jedi be the bad guys. Or the antagonist. Which is like normal. Yeah. Star Wars. (laughs) For sure. I'm trying to hold it in. Trying to hold it in. Um, But as one of the best, if not the best Star Wars movies makes clear, even the Jedi fail all the time. You know, I, I saw something the other day that was kind of like, oh, you know. Luke Skywalker saying, what did you think I was going to do? Just show up with a laser sword and take on the First Order? And you know what happened at the end of Mandalorian Season 2? Luke Skywalker shows up with his laser sword and just saves the day. 
And it's just like, and people are saying like, what a satisfying ending, you know? And like how great that would have been for <laughs> that to be something that we could have seen in potentially a film that you are talking about at this very moment. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we'll talk more about the director of this wonderful film later. Exactly. So next we have a droid story. We don't know when this is coming out. We don't know what this is about. We know that it follows R2-D2 and C-3PO as they help lead a new hero on his journey. So we don't know who the hero is, and it's supposed to be a new character that we're introduced to. Introduced? Yeah. Introduced to. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I stumbled on that. Exactly. But uh, <laughs> we're going to be introduced to a new hero, and R2-D2 and C-3PO are going to guide him on their journey, or her, on, the, on their journey. Yeah. So that could be cool. Yeah. Uh, I think they're, in Clone Wars, there's a couple of droid-centric episodes. They're actually more fun than I kind of anticipated them being. Mm -hmm. Right? So you can do some like quirky little stuff with the droids, and hopefully the hero is cool. And yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Next, we have Taika Waititi's Star Wars film. And we know nothing about this. Except right? that it has a kind of like cool, almost like a comic book looking logo. Right. But we don't but we don't know anything about like when this is, what kind of characters are in there. Is it kind of like Rogue One? Does yeah. Involve characters we already know. We don't know anything about this. But uh, Kathleen, Kathleen Kennedy has this funny quote about, about it in... I think it's funny. She says, Taika's approach to Star Wars will be fresh, unexpected, and unique. <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw a quote from Taika. They said, I can't wait to ruin my childhood. Because, <laughs> uh, like, you know, so many Star Wars, toxic Star Wars fans are just like, oh, my childhood's ruined. And just yeah. like. I, I think we can expect this movie to take some some risk and do some interesting things and do some things that we may not have seen in Star Wars before. Yeah, I think he's. But I that's mean, okay. He's very unique because like Thor Ragnarok yeah. is a very unique take on Thor. Well, he completely reinvented the character. Yeah. And so I'm expecting him to do something equally as like refreshing and reinventing or reinventive in whatever Star Wars movie yeah, is about. Yeah, for expectations. Yeah, it's really going to be really exciting. If you had to predict, do you think we're going to see new characters in this or do you think he's going to take characters we already know and do something kind of... I don't know, man. Because here's the thing. If you had an opportunity to write a Star Wars movie, TV show, whatever, would you do new characters or characters... I do new characters because I would... Yeah, there's so much pressure. Just yeah. like, you know, obviously people reacted poorly to... Um, you know, the sequel trilogy, some people reacted better, but there are a lot of people that didn't like it, you know, and taking these characters and changing them in, in different ways. But with the Mandalorian, you have some character, like the main character is someone that we have no idea who he is. And then you get some guest spots from characters that we do know, and people are loving it. Yeah. So I would definitely go the characters that people haven't heard of before. Yeah, so next we have Children of Blood and Bone. And this is interesting. So it's based on it's based on a book, a a fantasy book. It's a young adult book, right? Written by K. O. Oyegan. Yeah, I think that's Oyegan, I think. I mean, if we're mispronouncing it and you're listening, yeah. We apologize. Yeah, and so apparently this is the the first 
I want to say this, I believe this is the first property that's going to be produced by Lucasfilm. Um, that's not those, those purchased. Yeah. And it's not Star Wars or Indiana Jones. And it's not George Lucas that wrote it. It's the first like purchased property that Lucasfilm will, will produce, which is kind of a big deal, right? So it's a big deal for Kathleen Kennedy to kind of step out and be like, okay, we're going to, do something that we here at Lucasfilm have never done before. We're going to buy a property that's that George didn't write. Yeah, that George has nothing to do with, and it's it's magic based. It's not very sci fi, from my understanding. I haven't read the book personally. Yeah, but from what I've read about it, it seems like it's more magic based. Yeah, magic. She's like, um, she lives in this tribe, and she's trying to bring magic back to her people. Right. From what it seems like, right. So I think it, it could be interesting. It'll be cool. It'd be really weird seeing Lucasfilm do something new like this that yeah. we haven't really seen, right? Um, I don't know. It'd just be kind of weird seeing Lucasfilm doing something not Star Wars, not yeah, not Indiana Jones. They're branching out. They are, and I hope it's great. Yeah, kudos to them. And next we have a Willow TV series, which speaking of branching out a little bit, so this is like a, my understanding is this is a sequel series of the 1988 Ron Howard movie Willow. Yes. Which George Lucas himself wrote. And which follows Warwick Davis, um, who was Wicket the Ewok. Uh, he played it. Wicket the Ewok is not in the show, but he's, he's a ma- magician <laughs> and he's like fighting against the sorcerers. And this is a sequel series. And so um, it's an 80s movie about it's a swords and sorcery movie. So very much has all of those, a lot of those tropes. So sure. uh, if you're going to go back and revisit it, prepare for that. <laughs> um, yeah. And so my brother, Nate, really liked this movie. And I told him about it. It was going to do t- TV series. And he's like, what? That doesn't make sense. And I was like, yeah. So that's what it is. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting to do a, I don't know, like doing a sequel series from something that was over 30 years ago. You know, because like how many people even know what this Willow is or how many people. And by the time we get there, so it doesn't have an announced date yet. So by the time we get there, five years from now, maybe it might be like 35, 37 years. How many people are sitting there thinking, you know, like, man, you know what I need? I need that Willow sequel. Yeah. I don't know. It could be great, but it's interesting that they've got two Lucasfilm has two projects on um, like on tap that are more magic based and not science fiction. So that's interesting. Yeah. Last but not least, we have, hopefully, we don't know, Ryan Johnson trilogy. So the rumor was after Last Jedi that some of the execs at Lucasfilm were really happy with him and wanted him to have his own trilogy. Then there's a bunch of fan blowback from dummies. And <laughs> <laughs> look, Ryan Johnson, like Knives Out is amazing. You know, Looper is amazing. Um, the Last Jedi is, is amazing. Leaves something to be desired. <laughs> um, yeah, we didn't see anything on this. Yeah, so we it wasn't confirmed. It wasn't denied. It hasn't been officially canceled. Hasn't been officially like it's given a release date. It's not on IMDb. We don't know. Like, there's no like leaks of like like when in the like Star Wars universe it would take place. Like there's literally no one knows anything about it. Yeah. Uh, unless you're Kathleen Kennedy or Ryan Johnson, which if either of you are listening, thank you. 
and please reach out to us. I'd love to chat. Send us an email at thebradreport at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to <laughs> chat with you. But yeah, I mean, we just don't know anything about this. So it's kind of hard to, I don't know. There's not really much to say besides there's a little, like, we don't know if it's happening or not. We've heard nothing except that at one point it was announced and now we know nothing. If it were to happen, I feel like we can say with certainty that these three movies that he would make would <laughs> all three be in the top five stars movies. For ever. you, for sure. <laughs> Maybe not for me. I mean, like, he's great. And I want him to be able to have the freedom to do his own characters. And so if he did a high Republic series, yeah. like that would be awesome. Sure. Um, you know, cause we like, as we see, like this is all very much TV show heavy. Uh, the only movie is going to be rogue squadron. And yeah, that's it. I think. And Taika Waititi's star Wars movie, uh, potentially a droid story. I don't, it says that's going to be a film, but I don't know. Uh, but yeah, give us some movies as well. Um, but yeah, that's all that we have for our Disney Investors Day. As you can see, they are working on a lot. Yeah. So do you have any final reflections before we wrap up our, our bonus Disney Investors episode? Yeah, I guess the only like final reflection I have is that I am really excited for... like You look at the... You just look at all the things that are coming out that are either Lucasfilm or Marvel related. And it seems like Disney Plus starting in like 2021, really, Disney Plus is just going to be just filled with new, new content. And we're going to get a lot of new characters and some stuff with old characters. And I'm just very, very blessed to have Disney Plus. <laughs> For sure. I'm very blessed to have your Disney Plus login. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited as well. Uh, I think on the Disney Pixar side of things, I'm looking forward to Lightyear with Chris Evans. Um, on the Marvel side, I really like that they're beginning to embrace the crazy and ridiculousness of their source material, which is comic books, like titles like The Multiverse of Madness and Quantum Mania, and even the logos look kind of like more comic book designs. And so I really like that. And the Star Wars, you know, we've been on limited on our Star Wars material for so long. And it's really exciting to see what John Favreau and Dave Filoni doing with the Mandalorian and seeing like that success and just how much more hopefully like really good storytelling we're going to see yeah. in the future. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for another episode of The Brad Report. We hope that you dug what you heard. We hope that you will like, subscribe, give us a five-star rating, follow us on social media. And until next time, love you 3,000.